It's your girl Nina here. And Luca. And welcome to our show, So Relatable. talk about the g-lays for our first podcast ah the g-lays i love how you anglified that the g-lays for everyone who doesn't speak french it's a gilet jaune uh, and you might know them by the <laughs> yellow vest yes. over there in the states such a burning hot topic right now yeah. uh, it's been going on for what seems like an eternity mm-hmm. i would say it seems like Longer than it actually is. Honestly. Yeah. Like, we've only been here for, what, four months-ish, kind of? Yeah. 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 And when yeah. did they start? So, November 17th. Yeah. 2018. 2018. Mm-hmm. Not just, just last year. <laughs> the end Actually, of like, last that's year. such a... Oof. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they started November 17th. Um, Nia, do you want to, like, give us a little background information about, like, what, what started this whole thing? Why did they start? So... I feel like the biggest problem they had with Macron was the increase in fuel tax. Mm. And they felt it was unfair because most of the people who use cars live in rural areas. Mm. And it's really hard enough already for them to just be financially stable. So Mm. having a car is like a necessity. So Mm -hmm. they felt that that was just unfair, which makes sense. Yeah, they were um, kind of targeted. They yeah, kind of felt targeted. targeted. Yeah. And they, they felt... And they're like, already marginalized. Exactly. Because they're living in the country. Mm-hmm. Like, they don't have enough money to live in the city. Mm-hmm. But an, another reason um, why the Gilets Jaunes got so mad about the gas tax is that literally the gas tax was just to encourage them not. to using electric vehicles, mm-hmm. not, not gas powered. fossil fuel as well. Not, yeah, exactly. Um, so... But they were they got frustrated because that money that tax wasn't actually going towards uh, green energy. Yeah, they thought you know? it was going to be like going towards companies. Yeah, yeah. So it would be like a tax cut for companies. Right, you know, companies. maybe building more fucking windmills. You know, let's. Mm. But no, that money's not going into that. Yeah. So that's very interesting. Then they want the increases. They want to bring back the wealth tax. Mm. Which they got rid of. And so the wealth tax was a tax on anyone having assets over one million three hundred thousand dollars. That started in nineteen eighty six, but then it was taken out in nineteen eighty eight, and then brought back until twenty seventeen, mm-hmm. where they finally got rid of it got and placed it. it on some real estate tax. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. even know what that is, yeah. but yeah. So essentially, which makes sense, like if you can afford. To pay more mm-hmm. and to help out, mm-hmm. why not? I think I think we actually hear this a lot in the states too. Yeah. It's like you know we keep hearing this expression: the richer keep on getting richer, but the poor, poor keep getting poor. poorer. Yeah, you know, is. like which I think is actually funny. Speaking of Macron, mm-hmm. uh, now with like this 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 Gilet Jaune movement, I've heard some people like trying to compare Macron yeah, to, to being Trump. just as bad as Trump. And I'm like no, and he's not. No, no, at all. No. Like, he is actually, like, an intelligent, well-educated Yeah, person. they both are well-educated. Surprisingly <laughs> enough, yes, Surprising. Trump is well-educated. No, yeah, he's well-educated. He went to UPenn. He went to, what, what's the business school called there? Some, uh, Arden, I'm so sorry if you listen to this. She didn't go. She went to UPenn, but she didn't, I mean, obviously. Who? My really good, like, family friend. She went oh. to UPenn. <laughs> and I, like, mentioned something to her. She, anyway, Shout out to whoever this is. Yeah, you but, know who you are. All right, well, we'll look that up. But anyway, yeah, so, like, one of the best business programs in the U.S. Wow. He attended. That is I mean, he's, like, shocking. I'm not... Because he's... 
he, the way he talks, he sounds like a fucking idiot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like that's what I'm saying. Just because you have like an education, I don't consider that to make you a smart person, like at all. Actually, you're right. I I, I don't. You. Do you know you, how many you, stupid you, dumb you're, frat you're, people I met in college? You're very studious. Um, but if you can't even like understand the power of like your voice, you know, like that is. I don't know if you're just like ignorant, like. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I just, I just don't. I mean, the same thing with Le Pen. That's that's what made Le Pen so scary. Because I, for you those who don't know, I was in France during the election um, with Le Pen and Macron. And the thing about Le Pen was that she had the same right wing views as Trump. Mm -hmm. You know, like immigration. um, had like to rebuild the economy, stuff like that. She was like, didn't want anyone to like come into the France anymore. Um, she was very nationalistic, but she sounded so much better than Trump. When mm-hmm. she spoke, she actually sounded intelligent. Mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, <laughs> you said Trump, he had a good education. Doesn't necessarily mean he's smart, but he had a good education. So we do know there's something there, but yeah. you could see it with Le Pen, unlike you could, didn't see it with Trump. You couldn't see it. Like that, and I think that's what made her so scary is because mm-hmm. people were actually listening to her words because she was actually making sense. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, but I'm thinking like the people that like really like him aren't educated. So maybe that's his like, maybe mm. that's his way. Maybe he actually is a smart person. He knows like English. He knows how to sound. I know. He knows how to sound. He must know English, right? Like you went to a really good, you went to an Ivy League school. You must know English. Well, he definitely so doesn't maybe, know Spanish. He's yeah. To... <laughs> so maybe he's trying to appeal to people who are not as educated. No, so like exactly. I'm one of you, but you know you're not because like you're an elitist New Yorker. But mm-hmm. you know, they kind of forget about that because exactly. what comes out of his mouth is something they hear and exactly. they agree with. Exactly. And you know, that's actually... Um, uh, a nice comparison between him and Macron is, you know, Trump obviously is this elitist, mm-hmm. but he's relating to the poor people. Yeah, he's like, what? <laughs> he's like a billionaire. Like, yeah. you're not. And, and they don't see him. Them. They don't see him any different. Yeah. They no, feel like he's actually doing shit for them. Mm-hmm. Whereas in France, Macron is an elite, is, is an elitist, but all these gilets jaunes who are like, you know, mm-hmm. in the poor and like low socioeconomic level see him as an elitist mm-hmm. and think that he has no interest in them mm-hmm. even though during his campaigning he said he did mm-hmm. but now it's like the like it's the opposite here in France they want him out yeah That's um, interesting. yeah no like we we get that all the time being Americans yeah uh so wh- how do, how do we get on that tangent um, um yeah people, Macron's election yeah, yeah, yeah so people asking us what we thought of Trump yeah. overseas and also just making the comparison between the two, yeah. which we don't understand. Right. So back to the Gilets jaunes, uh, it started because of that gas tax, which uh, pissed off a lot of the un- unprivileged and marginalized mm-hmm. groups who live in the country and who don't have enough money to live in the city to use public transport. So they need a car. Mm-hmm. Um, so what what has the Gilets jaunes movement actually become now? It's been... It started in November. Mm-hmm. We're now um, we're now February. Yeah, yeah. W- what has changed? What has it become? Um, so more like a like a blanket cause, I would say. It definitely has been. Yeah. I mean, more so more than just like issues with tax. More um, along the lines of, um, in, like just the. Uh, I don't know what I'm trying to say here. <laughs> I'm trying to say so. Oh, it, it's not just about the taxes. It's not about that's, the economy. Also, it's more. It's also about um, 
humanitarian things like um, so, like social issues. Social issues. Yeah. Thank you. That's what I was trying to think. <laughs> that was the word. She's just using a more yeah, fancy word. Humanitarian. Yeah. Yeah. So when we went to Toulouse, right, that was my first experience really of seeing what it was like on a Saturday. Because every Saturday. Almost every Saturday. Yeah. is G. Lake Jones Saturday. Yeah. So... Yeah. So when we so when we went, we walked around. We saw people protesting about gay rights. I saw, oh yeah, I we saw did. That. There was a flag there. Yeah, there was a flag. Um, there was people protesting. You know, Macron needs to step down because of his elitism. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw people actually. I I saw some people um, for uh, green. Like green yeah. energy. Okay, um, okay, okay. Those were the people. I don't know if you recall. Mm-hmm. They were walking around, and guys, you can see this in my Toulouse video. I'll, I'll put a link in the bio. Um, they were walking around with sunflower, okay, uh, sunflowers in mm-hmm. their hands, and I think it's because they were for the environment. Okay. Um, yeah, like so to fight sexism, to fight yeah. racism, yeah. It's just any issue really. Yeah, and also like you know um, income <clears throat> inequality. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a major thing. Um, because this is really like this is really like uh, I don't think grassroots is the term, but it's really working from its the lowest of the low socioeconomic yeah level, and those are the people who are pissed off the most yeah, now. It's the just most growing, you yeah. know, yeah. Um, so that's what it's come to be. Um, I remember in December, what were some of uh, Nia? Maybe you can answer this question. What were some of Emmanuel's concessions? Like, what did he okay. actually give to try and appease them? Because I remember he. He came on national television, and I remember him actually blatantly saying that, like, this is not okay. Mm-hmm. Like, we cannot yeah, yeah, yeah. have this kind of that they want to call it. Um, you know French? I do. Oh, Can damn, you believe? That accent. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I know, and also in that speech, he actually gave. He, yeah, he yeah. gave them. He wanted to appease he them. He gave what, them what, certain what? things. So he canceled the fuel tax. Oh, it is. Yeah, yeah. I. Um, Probably heard that like 10 minutes ago mm-hmm. when we were reviewing this, but I did not hear it. Or, <laughs> wow, yeah, I, did and, not, um, he, I didn't know he canceled, canceled it. Canceled and, or a halt for six months. He mm. he says that he won't increase tax okay. on diesel and petroleum. All right, for at least six months. Was that it? Yes. Yeah, okay. So for at least six months. For at least six months. Then he has, which I think is major, an elimination of tax on overtime. You know, because that's super, like, super important. Like, wow. if I'm working more, right? Because, like, he wants the French economy to be more competitive, right? Yeah, so, yeah. if you listen to them, like, okay, uh, I'm working more, which is not really a French thing. Right. Um, no, it's and they not. kind of be like, penalized. Hell, we for have work, like for working 10 weeks more, vacation you know? for our eight month work job. <laughs> yeah, so. But yeah. No tax on overtime and no tax on year end bonuses. That's impressive. Yeah. Wow. Okay, someone's listening. I'm moving to France. <laughs> right? And also to increase the minimum wage. Oh, yes. And uh, isn't he, he's increasing minimum wage like 100 euros a month until yeah. 2019. It's yes. like that's what they're going to see. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, fingers crossed. Hopefully. Um, I, we're not in the kind of job where we're going to see that yeah. happen because we're on mm-hmm. a contract. Like we have our pay, mm-hmm. but um, we'll have to keep in touch with some French people and see if that actually yeah, is happening. Fall through. Um, I'll have to like talk to Tom about that. Yeah. And electricity expensive, so not making that even more expensive. Yeah. So those are the things that he's given to the Gilets Jean calls, right. mostly on like 
I mean, well, I guess he can do immediately mm. things that affect money, I yeah. guess. Uh, so next up, Gile versus Casper. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. So the, I think that would I think you should talk about. I think you should talk about your experience in Toulouse. <laughs> oh, yes. And like when you finally realize, oh, There's shit. There's a difference. Like, there is a difference. So, yeah. Um... I would say maybe like November, late November, obviously they started like November 17th. I got a lot of messages like, oh, be safe. Don't go to Paris. Mm. <laughs> Went to Paris anyway because <laughs> can't myself. But um, yeah, live your I life, think girl, live your life. abroad, there's an image of the Gilets that if you're living here, you know that it's not just violent, like the uh, protests. Because when we went to Toulouse, like we we walked we walked with the people who were protesting. It was very like was a huge civil, crowd. huge yeah. crowd. Never felt like in like I was gonna be in danger. Yeah, same. right. And I really could like appreciate them using their voice because I feel especially like after the Trump one, I really appreciate when people just like <laughs> were not okay with the outcome. So I was like, oh, this is cool. Um. About hours later, we were just walking around, and then I felt different <laughs> um, because there's a thing, people. Okay, gilets and casters, right? So casters are totally different from the gilets. I think their intention is to just wreak havoc, right? Like, well, let me think. Um, we were tear gassed. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't even know what was being thrown, but things were being thrown. Um, mm -hmm. And you can just see, like, the aftermath, like, especially banks, like, windows are being broken, they're, they're, they have to border up, like, the front doors with wood, it's just, like... They do, I think, I think that's so interesting that literally, because this happens every Saturday, so, you know, come Friday afternoon, mm -hmm. they're boarding up the, the, the doors and the windows to the yeah. banks, and then come Sunday afternoon, they're taking it off, mm -hmm. because they need to be open during the week. Yeah. Like, this is a, this is a problem for local businesses. Mm-hmm. Um, and... I've had experience with the casters as well um, uh, in Toulouse with, with Nia, but also in the beginning of January, I was coming back from a day trip to a local city called Set, and I was coming back to Montpellier, and we get to the train station, and literally we get off our train, and we have the worst time getting out of the train station because it's surrounded by uh, cops. You know, they, like they, they secured the train station, so it's really hard to get in or out. By the time we get out... We, we get out to the front and we see that the trams aren't running. Well, the trams aren't running because the there's a fucking... There, no, there's two trash cans just on fire <laughs> in the middle of the tram tracks. Um, wow. And there's also a palm tree that's on fire. A really, palm tree? A palm tree. Yeah, you know one of the palm trees yeah. that's on the road? A Literally the top tree. of it was on fire. Uh -huh. I don't understand how that happened, but they caught that on fire. Yeah. And, you know, that's close to apartment buildings. You know, yeah. the, if, if it wasn't contained, it could have been something so much worse. Mm -hmm. And this isn't a work of the Gilets Jaunes. This is a work of the Casseurs. Yeah. And the translation for Casseurs are, you know, as you got from Nia's points, are breakers. They just, mm -hmm. they just wreak havoc, as yeah. she said. They, you know, and... Is it um, wreak havoc or wreck havoc? Because uh, wreck havoc. <laughs> I think it's a wreak havoc, but I wasn't going to say... You're right, you're right, anything. you're right, yeah, you're right, you're right. Um, but, they you know... <laughs> They they wreck things, so they definitely do wreck havoc. I mean, yeah, I don't know, but that makes sense. now that I, you say that like that doesn't sound like that. All right, go. Okay. Uh, yeah. So I, you know, so that's in Montpellier. I went to Angers with my American friend who came to visit me, and she got you know 
a firsthand account of just what the casters could do. Mm-hmm. Um, they wanted to burn down the mayor's office, and they had a fire literally right in front of it that caught power lines on fire too. I was surprised that the power lines didn't actually like fall over because um, you know they put the fire out in time. But mm-hmm. once they put out that fire, the casters just started another one further down the street, and you know they knocked over street signs. Mm-hmm. They knocked over. Um, uh, what are les feux called? Les feux, um, street lights, street signs, you know, they just knocked everything over. Mm-hmm. And it was just, it looked like a war zone. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I'll I'll post pictures with this as I can. Like, it looked like a war zone. And that's what the... It, and yeah, so there's a difference, That's, guys, like, highly know? frustrating to, like, yeah. see. Because yeah. then you have people who are actually protesting for, like, important reasons. And I feel like we're insensitive to their their cause because what we think of when we think of the gilets is just violence just violence yeah exactly but but it isn't you know like and the gilets want us to know that they want us to know that like hey like we're Mm -hmm. not all of us are violent you know and i think people in france know that but i just i don't think france yeah they definitely realize the difference they realize the difference yeah they look different yeah all right castes are all in black and they are wearing masks Gas masks, you know, because they know they're going to get to your yeah. gas. Like, this is the thing. Mm-hmm. And the gilets are singing <laughs> on the street. Yeah. Or the guy with, like, he had, like, a, like a speaker. He was yeah. dancing. Yeah, so it's, like, very, very different. Although I will say the gilets can be kind of, with their words, okay. they can be a little, like, sound dangerous. Like, I've seen signs that say, Macron, we're going to take, we're going to, we'll have your head. Mm-hmm. Like, Macron, we'll have your head. Um, like, like kill Macron. I've literally seen Tue, yeah, like I've seen yeah. kill Macron. Um so yeah, yeah, they yeah. might I don't know. They, maybe they turn into casters, those ones. <laughs> maybe those know. ones turn into casters. I don't know. Maybe there's a phase. You start out you start out nice yeah. and then you just get more fed up with it and then mm-hmm. you know what? Break shit. <laughs> Eventually end up being caster. Right. Ah yes. So like art because a lot of them got mad for, about the fact tax wasn't going into green energy mm-hmm. and renewable resources. So how many gilets jaunes are actually in it for climate change? Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't really feel like at that, like every time I see them on the news, every time I see them out in public, I don't get the vibe that they're out there. Mm-hmm. For climate change, mm-hmm. I get more the vibe that they're out there for more yes. social to equality, save their yeah, you know. save their pockets. Yes, just to, to save their pockets. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It, I, I don't know. I, I don't really think they're out there for climate change. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at Belgium right now, for example. I think that the kids in Belgium are more for climate change because that's mm-hmm. what their marches are actually about. Okay, I haven't seen that. Uh, you haven't? No. Oh, yeah. You should really look at. You should look it up. Like I, it's. I think it's been so far for the past like three weeks. Every Thursday, they've actually stopped going to school Mm -hmm. and then they just go to the streets. Like uh, college kids. Like high school and college. High school and college kids. Hey, our the future. The future. (laughs) Future is. You know, because we're not doing it. (laughs) (laughs) We were once the future. We were. We're. Yeah. We're not far from that age. No, we're not. We're not. No, I just graduated, yeah. and so did you, I did right? too, yeah. yeah. So. yeah we're, not, we're not far we from there. We step up. We, we really do. I recycle. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I need to do more. I need to do more. Yeah, you hear that, Mom and Dad? You need to recycle, too. <clears throat> okay, so... Been on their asses about that forever. Do you think that 
the Gilets, that's not one of like their major talking points. I don't think so. I think it started out like that, but I think that's definitely been lost in the wind. Mm -hmm. And like, that's another problem I have with the Gilets, and this is going to be very opinionated, Mm -hmm. but I think a problem with them is that they are not a cohesive unit. They are separated into factions, and I don't Mm -hmm. think they realize that. Like, some people do realize it. You talk to a fellow French person who's not a Gilets Jaune, and they realize that there are so many different groups who are so for, for so many different things. And it's just not a big cohesive thing. And mm-hmm. I think if they found a way to come together and actually create one solid voice, yeah, yeah. it would be better heard mm-hmm. and better received. Uh, but it, I just haven't they haven't reached that point yet, mm-hmm. I don't think. Yeah, and we were just thinking like the end point, yeah. the end yeah. game. And I was talking to my host dad. And we don't think it's near, right? Oh, your host dad doesn't think it's near? He doesn't. I don't. Do you? I don't see it. Being I don't. I, like, it. like, literally, like, in December, <clears throat> mm-hmm. you know, I thought, the holidays are coming up. Obviously, stuff is going like, to die down. Mm-hmm. And they did, I think. I think a little bit. Like, there yeah. weren't as many people on the streets. So that could have been because of the holidays. <laughs> could have been from the weather. But, like, just you said, yeah. there's been such a resurgence. Mm-hmm. Like, the end of January, middle of January, like, they just, like, hit the streets again. Yeah, and yeah. the crowds are getting bigger. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you, they're getting bigger. Yeah, especially, like, not... You would think like Paris probably has like the biggest crowd, but in Toulouse, I was surprised by the amount of people. Yeah, I have not yet witnessed what it's like and here I think, on Saturdays in Montpellier. No, Saturdays in Montpellier because I never I avoid this town, the, the the city center on Saturdays yeah. in Montpellier. I don't. I try not to mm-hmm. go. And it's kind of annoying because it kind of like it affects like I don't know. It's gonna be really <laughs> nightlife. I'm just. I mean, it just affects it, it your can. life. It, it like, affects your life. Just, and, just the everyday things. Like, I want to get home, and I can't yeah. because trams aren't running. Or, uh, or they are running, and they're or, just fucked or up. Or they're running, you know? and they're super delayed, or they're not running on the same route. Four's on the one, and the one's on the two, and the mm-hmm. two's on the three. It's like, fuck, where's the three? <laughs> people working for Tam don't even know either. No, literally, that's the funny thing. Know. Mia and I were, what was it, a couple days ago, Friday night? Was it Friday? No, it was Saturday night. Literally two nights ago, Saturday night. It was Saturday night. And we're trying to get home. And, like, I go up to a tan police and I'm like, hey, like, uh, if we want to go to Odysseum, like, mm-hmm. how do we get there? Like, where's the one? And they're like, mm-hmm. uh, I, I don't know. Like, he's on the phone with, with them. Like, yeah. stay here. We'll tell you. Uh-huh. Guess what they did? They fucking walked away. They, they didn't give us an answer. No. We like, we found our answer. <laughs> we walked and walked. I joke, we didn't walk that far. but We, we walked, walked like 10, 15 minutes yeah, to another to tram another stop. Yeah, we walked to another tram stop and yeah. realized, oh. Running there. Yeah. Thanks for your help. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you know, it, all these things happen in the city center. And I was talking to my one mm-hmm. colleague who he isn't even French, but he's been living here for well over ten years. Is he American? He's Canadian, oh. actually. Um, and he was talking about how it this is affecting the the small businesses in the city center mm-hmm. because Saturday. Is a oh, big is a big shopping. That is day. so true. And they they have to close up their shops, mm-hmm. or if they want to stay open, they're risking being uh, like damaged. You know, mm-hmm. like and so one, they're risking it if they stay open. Two, mm-hmm. if they if they close, they're losing money. Yeah. And you know, it, the funny thing is, is like that's that's completely ironic to the Gilets Jaunes movement because mm-hmm. they want more money flow. They want more, especially a small business. You know, yeah. and it's a small business. We should be respectful uh-huh. towards them, but they're just. Uh, I don't. I can't look for the word. They're they're making it harder for them. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. it's not. That's not also like 
and you want people like that to be like sensitive to your cause. So. Yeah. So everyone, you know, instead of shopping locally, guess where they're going? They're going to the mall at Odysseum, where it's like tons of, Yo. you know, tons of uh, huge companies mm-hmm. that are across the whole country, or yeah. hell, yeah. even companies that are worldwide, like H and M. So now they're getting your money. Oh, the cat wants in. You <laughs> want to join? Can you meow on our podcast? Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, when we went to Toulouse, the um, we stayed in Airbnb, and the lady that was hosting us was like, "Oh, not another Saturday for those same reasons because tourism is down." I mean, it makes sense. You you look at all the images, and you might not think, "Wow, oh, France is where I want to be right now," or traveling is not where is probably not the best. Because it's genius. And what's mm. happening on Saturdays. Yeah. So they're losing money too. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Tourism, you know. Because And you know, in the States, that yeah, they're getting a different... The news is different. And mm-hmm. I think it's dangerous. I can't tell me how... Oh, handful of times, people on my Facebook were like, I hope you're safe with like all these things. Yeah. It's like, oh, I hope you're safe in Paris. Well, first of all, I'm not in Paris. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe cutting that part out of the podcast. But like... So many times they ask if I'm safe, and yes, I am, because I'm not in the city center. Like, I know what to avoid, mm-hmm. you know? And I just don't feel like it's that, it's not that dangerous. Like, no. I don't feel like... Past um, five, it's a little dangerous, <laughs> until like six, but like, only for that hour mm-hmm. when the casters are And around. it was so funny. So when I went to Paris... Yeah, I, went I, to Paris, I never heard about that trip. I went, was it that? was like, fine. I was like, what? I was, <laughs> what was there, like, I think I got in... Did you go on the Champs-Élysées at all? Yes! I went, yeah, and it was, like, the day after, and the only reason I knew that something was off, because there were, like, some buildings, like, I think some banks, that had, like, writing in black, Mm -hmm. and I was like, oh. Because they, there's graffiti. Yeah, Yeah. I was like, oh, and that was it. And, like, the night before, I mean, we, we, I mean, we we stayed, like, I I stayed by the Eiffel Tower, which is quite central. I would say. Very, very. <laughs> I would say. And yeah, just we walked around, um, got dinner. I mean my the friends that I was staying with, they went and got dinner and like walked past the demonstration, like manifestation, no big deal. So when I got like, oh my god, are you okay? I just thought I was like, it's not that big of a deal, like I'm super fine. Mm-hmm. I just I think, like, the coverage you're getting is, like, super heightened, which yeah. makes sense. That's- which, I mean, it, it like, you know, it is okay, um, but there definitely have been a lot of people who have been injured. Like, mm-hmm. who have been hospitalized because of this, mm-hmm. and a lot of that blame gets put on the cops, yeah. you know? Because it's the, uh, um, the... Uh, what is it like the the blast from the but they have these I forget what they're called but they have these guns that just like shoot these heavy pellets oh that's nice at you oh yeah and that like hurts. it's not intended to like pierce you or like whatever it's just intended to that make hurt. you like go back <laughs> yeah. you know and some of these things like I guess they have bad aim like they hit people <laughs> in the face no and they like broke their nose like oh, bloody like wow. everything and um <clears throat> the like. Oh, remember how we were in Toulouse mm-hmm. and that thing fell by our feet and you thought it was, we thought it was a tear gas. Yeah. Well, it was actually like the, cause you know, there's like a part of the capsule that like shoots backwards. Oh. That was that part of it. And people have been injured by that, like going right into like their skin cause mm-hmm. like metal. Wow. Um, there have been yeah, people have lost, there was one guy who lost a hand. I don't think that's cause of the police. Okay. Uh, yeah. But I mean like. There's so many. 
I think if you're like smart and you avoid like um, areas where the police are, I think you're you should be fine. Oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Of course. Mm-hmm. It's like you just have to be smart. Yeah. Yeah. I just be smart. Still come to France. Just be smart. Just be smart. Yeah. yeah. Still travel. If you've never traveled before, definitely have a travel buddy mm-hmm. who has. <laughs> who and has. if you don't have one, fine. I'll one. be your travel buddy. <laughs> um, <laughs> That came off a little more suggestive than I wanted it to, but I just meant I'll just travel with you because I like yeah. traveling. <laughs> Are you still traveling every week? No, uh, it's been like two weekends and I haven't. If if you okay, so like I think like being president, you have this immense amount of power and a platform, right? So if you say to people, "We are going to make climate issues a priority," how we do that? We're going to put policies in place. For big businesses to um, to follow, that makes and that kind of like makes me think. Okay, I can do things too. Like, I mean, I'm not Amazon, but I can recycle. I can bike more. I can do other things. I can be vegetarian. I, um, <laughs> I can be like, vegetarian. No, seriously, no, no, it's I, I'm vegetarian for yeah. for carbon footprint reasons. No, yeah. Like I because I'm not buying meat. Yeah, you know, you realize. Like, when you actually look into it, so much carbon comes out of the industry. So much. I heard that. Yeah. Um, for, like, transport, production. Oh, yeah. The cows alone, methane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, herding cows puts a lot of methane into the atmosphere, and that's not good. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. It's a greenhouse gas. Yeah. But I just, didn't, I just would never associate, like, food yeah, being an issue. Yeah, you think. Yeah. yeah. No, think. yeah. And, like, farming, even plants. Like, being vegetarian is not enough. Like, even plants, like... Um, it, it's not good to have mass production of plants in one area. It's just mm-hmm. not good for that environment. Yeah, it's and like they're using using so much water, and then bringing the herbs and the, the herbicides and pesticides into it, and like how those run off into the water yeah. and like cause pollution. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, there's so much. It's yeah. like, can we even there's solve a lot this issue? You can I don't do, think. Essentially. You know. <laughs> um, Sorry, I like to trail off. No, yeah, so you much. can be Luca and be super committed. <laughs> be a vegetarian. You or know, vegan, I'm, yeah, or veganism. Vegan. Oh, I, you know, honestly, I did think about. You know, what? I'm just gonna shout cut out back. to Brighton. He's vegan now. <laughs> no yeah. way! I'm gonna cut back like the amount of meat I eat. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna do. It's that. really not that hard, honestly, to be vegetarian unless you love, unless you love chicken, <laughs> or, like, love steak. Yeah. I mean, I can go without. Yeah, I can go without. Do it like you know, like twice a week, like. I just eat less. Yeah, or eat less. Yeah, you know? just eat less. Mm. Right. Definitely. So yeah, so you you think it's a facade? I think I think policies. I think certain policies can't be a, a facade. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I, th- I I think I agree with you that like once, if the government and society is proactive enough, then mm-hmm. yes, of course, like we can do anything. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, to the kids in Belgium, like you know, kudos to you for cutting class and going out there with your signs and preaching for climate like for more awareness of climate change um but awareness is just step one mm-hmm. like getting the government to create a policy in in of itself is hard and then that policy can take how many years to actually take effect depending on your government like mm-hmm. look at the states like we went a month over a month in a, in a government shutdown um so, like, it, it, government, it takes a long time to do things. 
Um, and I, I don't know. I think just saying, okay, we have a new law. Um, well, we have a new law mm -hmm. that's going to reduce our carbon emissions by 2030. Mm -hmm. We just can chill. We can just chill now. We can just chill. Like yeah. we did it. We put it on paper, guys. Yeah. Yes. I, well, how are you going to do that? Mm -hmm. that? What can you do? And I don't think, I don't think people ever think beyond that. I mean, and I don't read the bill. Maybe the bill does say it's like, yes, we're going to do this, this, and this, and this. But whether or not it's actually going to be done is a whole other question. And, like, that's just a wait-and-see kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. I'm, yeah. I guess I would just say I'm skeptical skeptical yeah. about it. Okay. Um, yeah, that makes, me, that makes me think of, like, what you can control. You definitely can't control, like, what... Yeah, I mean, yeah, no, you can have, you can try to influence or persuade the government to um, partake in certain initiatives, but ultimately, you have control of what you do, like, 100% of the time. So, if you really want to make a change, you can, yep. with things that you do day to day. So, yeah, thank you. I will... Take that into consideration going forward. <laughs> I can't yeah. believe I just like. No, no, seriously. Wow. Like, I, I've been thinking about, you know, yeah. eating less meat anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's something that I could do. Definitely. All right. So I think that's all we have for you guys today. Um, hopefully, if we actually get it done in time, you can catch us next week with. Drumroll. Drumroll. Talking about. Love. Finding love in France, baby. Mm, yeah, mm -hmm. and hopefully mm -hmm. we might bring some uh, success stories yeah, into the mix, yeah. and you'll hear mm -hmm. some uh, of their comments on the, uh, the topic. All right. Well, thanks, guys. I hope that you really enjoyed this first podcast by Nia and Luca. Um, and yeah. Over Until and next time. Bye.